Welcome to Simply Happy. I'm Maddie. And I'm Charlotte. And each week we make one small change in our lives that claims to bring happiness and we report back our findings. So let's get right into it. Hey Maddie. Hey Char. How was your week? It was a pretty good week. I feel like I'm on a roll lately. I don't want to jinx it. Well, not good. <laughs> so what's your highs and lows this week? So my high this week was I got to spend some time with you and your fam Yay! on Friday night and it was an impromptu thing and it it actually worked out really well because it was right after I had a pretty big low. I was driving on my way home from work and I had a flat tire. That was a big low. And I know it you were like waiting on the side of the road forever yeah. just to find out you had a spare <laughs> in the trunk. <laughs> but in my in my defense, it was like hidden in the trunk. Like it wasn't just like underneath the mat. Like you actually had to take a special tool and unhook and it. it, and it was on the bottom of the car it was a big ordeal car troubles are the worst yeah that was a really perfect timing for that high to come right after that low totally null and void (laughs) (laughs) how about you maddie this week i had also friday night was a big high i really had a lot of fun also a big high was today all three (laughs) of my bosses were out of the office today it wasn't a free day like i didn't go ferris bueller at work or anything like that but it was just nice to kind of take the pressure off a little bit right and get things done that were always on my plate because new things kept piling up so it was a nice catch-up day and my low for this week hmm, is last week i was i don't know what happened i guess i just started coming back from tulum like my whole weeks have been off like i'm finally feel like i'm back on a routine i had things in my passion planner that i didn't accomplish that i really wanted to like go to the gym it was like on my agenda every day and mm-hmm. either a, I, know how that feels. I didn't have the time or energy to do it and that is just i'm bummed out that i haven't been able to go to the gym like i promised myself i would this month so it's high on the priority list again this week and i'm hoping i will do better with it yeah don't worry you're not the only one that was something (laughs) that i just kind of neglected this month as well i just it's hard because when you you're focusing on other goals too Mm -hmm. that was such a big goal of mine last year and like i put a lot of energy toward it and then this year is not as high on my priority list i want to say it's like number two or maybe mm. number three it just got bumped yeah you know yeah well it should be my number one since that's my number one <laughs> <laughs> goal for this year but like i said it just it wasn't happening so anyway that was the low that i'm hoping to rectify this week all right well we'll fix that next week then. yeah so let's get into this week's homework assignment at the end of last episode we introduced our homework assignment for this week which was the five love languages dr chapman in his book introduced the concept of there being five love languages which people give and receive love in and they are acts of service words of affirmation quality time receiving gifts and physical touch his theory is that if you can identify your love language and your partner's uh, love language and those around you you would have a better success at communicating your love right how did you do with it this week what did you think about the whole concept let's get into it all right uh last week a lot happened for me my initial feeling towards the end of like the time 
time we allotted ourselves to get this done was guilt because I just didn't have enough time to spend with all of the people that I love. Obviously, I got a chance to spend time with you, which was great, but like I didn't really hang out with anybody else because I had other things going on and other priorities. So it just, my first initial feeling was I was feeling guilty about it. Let me tell you a little bit more about that. Feeling kind of this overwhelming amount of guilty feeling because I couldn't, you know, spend as much time as I'd like to doing that, showing my family and friends that I love them because my life is just so busy right now, more so than usual because I'm really, really trying to focus on my goals and that requires time. I know that my friends and my family know that I love them and I appreciate them no matter how much time I spend with them because they know that when I do spend time with them, I'm fully invested. So I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and put on the schedule a couple of things on the calendar. I am trying to stick to one social engagement a week. So I try to put it down on the calendar so that I make sure that I, I do have time with them, just not as much as I'd like, you know, all in one week, as you can say, but I have it spread out throughout the month. I totally relate with your feelings of guilt. And I think a lot of that has to probably do with the fact that our love language is quality time. Yeah, I think so Because too. I always feel that way. Like I never spend enough time with everyone. Like I was actually going through my list, my, my nifty passion planner, again, <laughs> another plug. One of the things is people you'd like to see in a month. And I was making my list of people I wanted to see in February. And like some of these names I haven't seen in a couple months. And I'm definitely feeling feeling super guilty about the fact that I haven't seen some of these people. And I think it's because, like you said, we express our love language through quality times, but there's only oh so much time in the day. Right, right. But I think that sometimes our fears are just in our imagination. I think that the people we love, they're not feeling guilty. They're probably going through their own busy life as well. So what I did to make myself feel better was, one, I felt that frustration. I am a huge believer in like, you know what? you're frustrated just be in that moment and then let it go and so I did mm-hmm. I was like okay fine I'm frustrated I have so much going on let it go and then I scheduled time in the future to see these people I contacted them I'm like hey you know what's going on I'm still trying to keep to my one social engagement a week so mm-hmm. now I'm like into March with my wow. scheduling hey at least it's on the calendar I know it's gonna happen and like I said when I'm when I'm there I'm, I'm spending time with them I'm investing in that moment maybe you can try like grouping some of your friend groups together and that way you can i know because like i have a lot of friends from different walks of life yeah i get it i get it but you know that's a suggestion yeah grouping i'd love to just throw a party and be like oh hey let's just call this and spend time with everybody but yeah i feel you for me this week i engaged in quality time with you that i hit you up and said yeah. yeah let's spend some time together i mean we spend a lot of time together we We do do the podcast but like never or not never but not quite as often just regular downtime so it was nice to just spend like some downtime the other person that i was around a lot this week was my husband and i know for a fact his love language is 
acts of service, mm-hmm. and physical touch. <laughs> you know, I lend a helping hand with a lot of things over the weekend. I didn't really have much scheduled, but some things that he normally takes care of, like he'll walk the dogs most days, and he'll take care of breakfast or something like that. So I volunteered to do a lot of that stuff. And whether or not he felt loved and appreciated, <laughs> I guess I'll have to ask him. But I felt like I did good by doing something that he would like and in return guess what he did for me he washed my car (laughs) that's a good one yeah Yeah. i mean i didn't ask for it but again that's his love language he loves to do that just like doing acts of service (laughs) and as far as physical touch he got a little something something too so that's good that's good to hear what do you think about this assignment like i'm a big fan of this concept i've been introduced to it for years do I always put it into practice? Not always, but then when I sit down and think about a relationship or like when it's broken down, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for this assignment. I didn't get to put it into practice with too many people in my life this week because it was such a short window of time. Mm-hmm. But it's always a great reminder to express love in the way people appreciate. Right. You know, like I know some people, I know we talked about gifts and we talked about acts of service, but I know some people that give words of affirmation right. all all the say time. That. Like, yeah. I have my colleague who's a dear, and she always compliments flow off the tongue. So to me, someone like that that is so open and willing to give someone words of affirmation probably receives love in the same way but the point too also is the way that you receive love and the way that you send love could possibly be two different ways too you know so i asked my friend too what were their love love languages? languages and one of them said she likes to give words of affirmation but she likes to receive quality time So that was like two different things. I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to be... um I wonder if that's the norm or if that's an exception. Because I feel like subconsciously, we tend to gravitate towards, Toward our, one. towards our love language when we're trying to express our love to other people. Like, unless we're aware of this concept, subconsciously, you we gravitate. Like to your partners? Yeah. Oh. Like, for example, like if I'm a quality time person and let's say my husband is an acts of service person, he's showing me he loves me every day by walking the dogs, by yeah. washing my car, by making sure he changes the oil and stuff like that. And I don't see that as love as much as come and sit down and watch a Netflix movie with me. Right. That to me is more love. So I feel like subconsciously I feel like trying to remember We give what we want to receive. Yeah. I mean, family doesn't count because, you know, you didn't choose your family. So I'm trying to think of like friends. I'm going to have to ask them. Uh, Like, I'm going to have to investigate this a little bit further because I think, like, I have different friends for different reasons and, like, different walks of life. So, you know, we bond over different things. So I wonder, like, does one person show their love language this way? Is it because that's, I don't know, I don't want to assume anything. So maybe Mm -hmm. I should ask. Maybe you should ask, but I don't think a lot of people are, unless they've read the book Mm -hmm. and are familiar with the concept, I don't think a lot of people even think or even know that they give or receive love in different ways. What was your verdict? I think that it is important if you want to take any relationship 
seriously and you want it to grow being aware of the way that a person shows their love. their love for you i want i was i was trying to look for another word because in case it wasn't you know in case it's a new relationship and you're affection? not yeah in case you're not there <laughs> at love yet and they just want to show your affection whatever but yeah it's a good way to understand that because for you they may be doing something and like you said it may not be love that's not the way you like to receive love so but you need to understand that that's the way they do if they do something nice for you and you really just want to hear compliments that doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that they don't love you it just means that they're showing it in a different language and that's important to know because as long as you're aware of it you can appreciate it too you know what i mean it's like going to the movies and watching a foreign film just because you don't understand that language you can get subtitles you can Mm -hmm. understand what it means in Mm -hmm. a different avenue I think that it's worth exploring, whether it's right. with family, with, with friends. With friends. Yeah. I Co-workers. definitely think it's it's worth exploring and out of curiosity, just kind of probing around and, and trying to figure out what it is that people appreciate the mm-hmm. most. So yeah, I would say this is a win. And for people that have never heard of the book or the concepts, I'm going to post some links too, so you can just do a little more research on your own and discover maybe something that might be life-changing. Yep. Absolutely. So our verdict is yes, this makes us happier. Yes, I think so. I think once you realize that people are showing you their love and affection in all these different ways, like you mentioned, you're more willing to appreciate what it is instead of thinking of all the ways they are not showing you that they love and care right. about you. Right, absolutely. So I think this is definitely like a win for the team. Absolutely, I think so. <laughs> so shall we go to next week's homework assignment? Yeah. All right, so next week's homework assignment this last week we were spent some time with other people so this time we're gonna spend some time with ourselves mm-hmm. and really get to show ourselves we love each other or love ourselves so we're gonna write a love letter to ourselves and we want <laughs> we want to get real deep and real gushy <laughs> oh man and you know really I would, I'd say like let's let's list at, at the very least 10 things Do that we have we, the read this on the air i hope not i I wouldn't be opposed to doing it it's up to you to your your preference maybe if we don't read it on the air maybe we could do a video about it maybe we read each other's love letters i have to say this whole um assignment i am not a fan but i think that's a good reason to do it but i think because i'm not a fan is the reason why it's important to do it right You know, because I think the whole concept of writing a love letter to myself just makes me uncomfortable like why what about it makes you uncomfortable i don't know i guess we i don't express love to myself that so often maybe you need to maybe this is a good exercise for you to do to get you out you of that you don't think it's mind. a little conceited to no not at all we'll see not at yeah. all i've been starting a journal and at the end i've been well i don't do it daily but when i feel inspired to do it i say i love you and i'm proud of you charlotte oh so, <laughs> and that makes me feel good so that way when i I read back like I think that's nice but 
Anyway, I'm excited for the letter. I think it's good to... Yeah, I think the fact that it makes me uncomfortable is all the more reason to do this. So uh, let's see what happens next week. So for everyone listening, make sure you check us out on Instagram at simplyhappyfm. Send us your emails, comments, questions, concerns at simplyhappyfm at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and let us know what you're doing with the homework assignments, if you're loving some of the episodes, if you have ideas, for new homework assignments please let us know and the quote for this week is something i found on pinterest so i'm not even gonna say whether (laughs) it's a famous person or whatever who knows i just liked it it said be someone who makes everybody feel like a somebody and i think that is pretty wonderful way to end the week especially after discussing the love languages so Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you for listening. Make sure you rate us on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And that's it. Bye. I'm on the pursuit.